Hello and welcome to Caravan Podcast, a show about Pakistan's startup ecosystem where we have intimate conversations with founders and investors driven to catapult Pakistan into the digital age. We'll discuss what it's really like to start a business, the highs and the lows, the setbacks, the comebacks, the lessons, everything. I'm your host, as always, Ahmad Mia, partner at Caravan, a community-driven venture capital platform. Now, given the nascent ecosystem, there's a massive spread between the talent in the country and the resources that are available to support them. Our mission at Caravan is to close that gap by providing both capital and expertise at the earliest of stages. You can find more information about Caravan at www.caravan.vc. In this episode, I sit down with Mahboob Mahmood, the founder of Knowledge Platform, an e-learning and blended learning solution that incorporates both online and offline classes to create meaningful learning experiences, promoting sharing and collaboration between learners and teachers. This was a super insightful conversation that I had with Mahboob, especially given the COVID situation and the advancement in edtech solutions and what's going on around the world. I think you'll find this just as insightful as I did. So without further ado, Let's get straight to the show. So I was Pakistan and I was born in the forge. So I went to 12 schools. I went to Pakistan and I was studying. And then I got a scholarship. So I went to America. Then I got a master's scholarship. Then I got a juris doctor. So I became a lawyer. Then I mergers and acquisitions. I worked in a law firm. Then I partner. اور پھر میں نے اپنی لا فرم کو کنونس کی کہ ہم سنگاپور میں یا ایشیا میں ایڈوانس کرنے کی کوشش کریں تو تیرہ سال میں نے کام کیا امریکہ میں اور پھر میں سنگاپور گیا تو پھر میں نے سنگاپور میں برانچ کھولی پھر ٹوکیو میں ٹوکیو جاپین میں ہانگ کانگ اور شنگھائی اور پھر میں نے تو میں میری والد فوج میں تھے میں وکیل تھا تو میرا کوئی آنٹرپرینوریل بیک گراؤنڈ نہیں تھا مگر یہ فرمز وغیرہ کھول کے مجھے تھوڑی بہت آئیڈیا ہو گئی آنٹرپرینرشپ کی اور اس ٹائم پہ ٹو تھاؤزینڈ ایئر ٹو تھاؤزینڈ تھا تو میں نے کہا کہ کچھ فرق کرنا چاہیے آئی لو پریکٹسنگ لو آئی واز ویری گڈ ایٹ ایٹ بٹ آئی ٹرن فورٹی آئی وانٹ ٹو ڈو سم تھنگ ڈفرینٹ سو آئی سیٹ اپ دس کمپنی نالج پلیٹفارم ان ٹو تھاؤزینڈ سو وی آر ٹوینٹی ایئرز اولڈ ناؤ آئی نو اینی تھنگ اباؤٹ ٹیکنالوجی آئی واز اے لوئر بٹ آئی نیو ہاؤ ٹو رائڈ فرسٹ کلاس ورلڈ کلاس کانٹینٹ ویری کوکلی سو آئی ڈیولپ ٹو بزنسز ون واز مارکیٹ ریسرچ where we did market research on IT companies. Those are our clients, the IBM, Microsoft, Sun, Google, Semantic Networks, Hewlett Packard, Microsoft, Sub. And the other one, we e-learning. For banks and pharmaceutical companies, we have 70-80 banks and pharmaceutical companies, top companies in the world. Corporates. Our clients. Corporate. Then we got an offer. I was teaching for adjunct faculty. INSEAD. It's one of the top business schools. Our Singapore campus is in France. تو ادھر میں سوشل آنٹرپرینرشپ ٹیچ کر رہا تھا کہ ہاؤ کین یو بلڈ اے بزنس ود اے سوشل مشن ایز ویل مگر میں نے جب اپنی زندگی کو دیکھا تو میں نے کہا میرے جب میں وکیل تھا میں صرف کارپوریٹس کے لیے کام کر رہا تھا اور پھر میں نے مارکیٹ ریسرچ کی ہے تو وہ بھی بڑے کارپوریٹس کے لیے کی اور میں نے ای لرننگ کی وہ بھی بڑی کارپوریٹس کے لیے کی تو میرے میں جو ٹیچ کر رہا ہوں اور جو میں اپنی کر رہا ہوں کافی ڈسنس ہے جی تو پھر آئی گیس آئی واز لکی کہ ایک فارسٹر ریسرچ ہے بہت بڑی ریسرچ کمپنی ہے وہ ایشیا میں ایکسپینڈ کرنے کی کوشش کر رہے تھے تو انہوں نے مجھے ایک آفر کیا کہ وہ میری ریسرچ کمپنی خرید لیں تو وہ میں نے ان کو بیچ دی اگلے سال ٹامسن رائٹرز اس سے بھی بڑی کمپنی ہے جو فائنینشیل سروسز انفارمیشن دے رہی ہے اور انہوں نے میری جو ای لرننگ کی بزنس تھی 
वो उसको ऑफर मुझे दिया कि वो मुझसे खरीद लें तो मैंने उनको वो बेच दी तो अब कुछ पैसे रह गए थे एक टीम थी पाकिस्तान में टेक टीम बहुत अच्छी टीम थी मगर लोग चाहते थे हाँ पाकिस्तान में हम इंप्लॉयमेंट्स वगैरह नहीं रखने चाहते तो मेरे लिए तो ये एक किस्म का गोल्डन हिडन जुअल जिसको कहते हैं वो था तो मैंने कहा ठीक है आप मत रखो मैं रखूंगा ये टीम को और हम एजुकेशन में जाएंगे तो एजुकेशन में फिर हमारी जर्नी शुरू हुई अराउंड टू हंड्रेड साल पहले एंड हाउ डिट टू वट नॉलेज प्लेटफॉर्म क्योंकि उस सात सालों में आपने काफी डिफ्रेंशिएट करे अपने प्रोडक्ट लाइन्स को भी और ई लर्निंग की लाइक विद इन स्ट्रेटेजी विद इन करिकुलम जॉब कर रहे हैं और जो सारे जो प्रोडक्ट लाइन्स बनी वो वो कैसे इवॉल्व हुई और फिर जब आप इसमें आ गए तो हाउ डू यू गेट द फर्स्ट थाउजेंड कस्टमर्स फॉर यू फॉर इंस्टेंस बिकॉज नाउ यूर लाइक वेरी यू डेल्पिंग इन टू डिफरेंट मार्केट यू यू वर्किंग विद पाकिस्तान आपके पास ये टीम तो है लेकिन अब हर दिस इवॉल्व तो पहली बात हमने एक लर्निंग मैनेजमेंट सिस्टम प्लेटफॉर्म बनाया था education ke liye we won a number of international awards for that um but for us that was kind of a bit easy because we had already developed about eight learning management systems for corporate sector by then to kafi mari experience thi dusri baat ye education ke bare mein seekhna tha so we decided ke you know social mission be um, we'll have a social mission as well and we are not just going to serve the top end of the sector but we will go into schools that are really uh, not you know low income schools and government schools ab udar gaye to humne dekha ki internet nahi thi aur completely dynamic aapki completely shift ho rahi hai from big corporates and and and, and the culture jo wahan pe hota hai to getting into the impact stuff that you were teaching aur phir hum schools gaye balakot mein aur mardan mein aur peshawar mein aur har jagah you know to look at different schools work with them trials ki islamabad pindi mein bhi kuch kiye to hame ye zahir hua ki hame ek system banana padega jo ek laptop pe ek school mein kitna jitna sasta hum la sakte hain isko le aaye to har software content ek laptop pe dalo ek projector istemal karo bachon ko clickers do taki जो भी वो उनको वीडियोस दिखाओ गेम्स दिखाओ और फिर जब सवाल करो तो वो क्लिकर से जवाब दें वो लैपटॉप में कैप्चर हो जाए तो इस तरीके से और इंटरनेट की कोई जरूरत नहीं तो मतलब इस तरीके से जितना सस्ता हो सके और आमतौर पे कई स्कूलों के पास कंप्यूटर वगैरह थे मगर वो इस्तेमाल नहीं कर रहे थे तो हमने कहा जो चीजें हैं वो इस्तेमाल करो पहले बिफोर सेटिंग अपर बिग सिस्टम वगैरह एक बार वो डेटा कंप्यूटर में आ गया फिर बाद में हमने मोबाइल डोंगल के जरिए उसको क्लाउड पे ट्रांसफर किया ताकि अगर बच्चे के पास हो कोई टैबलेट या फोन या लैपटॉप घर पे वो जाके इस्तेमाल कर सकें और वो डेटा भी इस्तेमाल करें तो हमने ये एक काइंड ऑफ अ यूनिक सिस्टम बनाया पाकिस्तान के लिए जो बहुत लो कॉस्ट बेसिस पे स्कूल इस्तेमाल करने लगे एक चीज मुझे यहाँ पे मैं नोट कर रहा था इट्स अमेजिंग टू हियर कि आप जब आप वो भी कर रहे हैं एक एक कंप्यूटर के थ्रू इंगेजमेंट आप फिर भी ला रहे हैं बेशक आपकी एक वो है दैट इनोवेशन यू जस्ट लाइक वेरी लोली मेंशन के बस हमने ये कर दिया बट दैट्स अ वेरी बिग इनोवेशन के आप उनको क्लिकर दे रहे हैं even if there's only a lack of resources awesome engagement you see so we came up with a three part model okay we will do videos right that explain a concept so agar aap math mein factorization hai to ek formula sikha diya video ke through but video is not that engaging 
Anake, a good teacher will just play, not play a video, but they'll stop and start the video. So they'll add their own. Or I'm encouraged karte the teachers ko ye ek jaise ap textbook ko istemal karte ho ki usko kuch apne khud kiya kuch textbook se reference thi to aise video ko bhi stop start karke apne examples wagera dal ke taaki agar bura teacher ho wo video ko play kare jo acha teacher hai wo stop start karke usko enrich kar de dusri baat humne games kiye taaki game bachon ko games khilaye usme bahut hamari achhi impact aayi aur teesri baat humne assessment ki wo clicker se jawab diya aur immediately unko result aa gaya तो इमीजिएटली बच्चों को भी मालूम है कि हाउ दे डूइंग जरा कंपटीशन भी हो गया और टीचर को मालूम है कि कौन से सवाल समझ आ रहे हैं या नहीं आ रहे क्योंकि आमतौर पे होता है टीचर एक सवाल पूछते हैं राइट फर्ज करें तीस बच्चे हैं क्लास में तो एक जो सियाना बच्चे है वो कैलकुलेट करके कहते हैं दी आंसर इज एक्स प्लस वाई इज इक्वल टू टू राइट बाकी जो थर्टी है शायद वो कहें एक्स प्लस वाई इज इक्वल टू थर्टी टू तो जो टीचर सुन रहे हैं टीचर इज हियरिंग दैट 39, 40 children are saying x plus 9, y is equal to 32. टू वाह मैंने कमाल कर दिया सब बच्चों को सिखा दिया मगर असल असलियत जो हो रही है एक बच्चा कैलकुलेट कर रहा है और बाकी जो बच्चे हैं वो उसको कॉपी करके वो उसकी कह रहे हैं अगर आपने ए बी सी सीखने तो ये ठीक है ना अगर बच्चों को बोलो कि बोलो ए बोलो बी रेप्लीकेट जो कर रहे हैं प्रोसेसिंग नहीं है मगर जब आपको कुछ प्रोसेस करना है तो दिस इज नॉट अ गुड मेथड बिकॉज द टीचर्स हियरिंग दैट Forty kids have processed, but actually only a few kids have processed. So, ye clickers vagera ke saath humne capture kar liya. So, bachon ki thoda motivation bhi aagi, maza bhi thoda bhot aagiya, visibility bhi aagi, transport, transparency education me. Bas aise humne shuru kiya pehle ek ek school me, bhot ek do saal humne bas yehi kiye, chote chote school me jaake try kiya. Phir ye bhi dekha ki unko kis kisam ki videos pasand hain, teacher training kaise kari jaaye, system ko kaise. काफी मसले थे फिर सिंक्रोनाइज कैसे किया जाए ये वो तो फिर काफी सिस्टम मजबूत हो गया फिर हमने जैज के साथ एक प्रोग्राम शुरू किया तो वो हमने 2017 में शुरू किया माशाल्लाह वो बहुत अच्छा गया द मोस्ट ऑफ द टीचर्स वो 45 इयर्स और एक्चुअली द 45 इयर्स एज मोस्ट एटी परसेंट तब्दील हो गई क्योंकि पहले मेरा ख्याल था कि देखें स्केल जो है गवर्नमेंट सेक्टर में तो हम गवर्नमेंट सेक्टर के स्कूल में फोकस करना चाहिए फिर हमें एक प्राइवेट सेक्टर स्कूल ओनर को मिले वो उसके छह बहन भाई थे एंड ही वाज द ओनली एजुकेटेड पर्सन उसको तालीम का बहुत पैशन था तो फादर वाज अ टेलर उसने उनको जो पैसे थे उसको उसकी एजुकेशन में डाल दी और उनकी वालदा और इफ्तार साहब ओपन द स्कूल इन दहन ऑफ द हाउस और अब जब हम मिले उनके तीन स्कूल थे एक चिकन शेड उनने लिया हुआ था इस्लामाबाद के बाहर और बहुत अच्छा उनने स्कूल बनाया हुआ था मगर उनके जो रिजल्ट्स थे वो बहुत वेरिएबल थे तो फिर हमने उनके साथ काम किया और उन्होंने हमें बहुत एडवाइस दी और यू you नो know, साथ, साथ मिलके काम किया तो हमने उनके जो रिजल्ट हैं नाइन्थ टेंथ काफी बहुत बेहतर कर दिए फिर उसके बाद शुरू हुई कि भाई मैंने मुझे ये रियलाइज किया कि पाकिस्तान में क्योंकि गवर्नमेंट हैज नॉट बिन डिलीवरिंग एजुकेशन आपको मालूम है कि 22 मिलियन बच्चों को तो कोई भी एजुकेशन नहीं मिल रही तो पाकिस्तान में अब नाउ देर आर हंड्रेड एंड फिफ्टी थाउजेंड 
private sector schools. Yeah. And uh, those schools are run by, in my estimate, about 25,000 people like Iftikhar Sahib. I call them intellectual entrepreneurs. If you open McDonald's, it's a difficult job. It's difficult to open burgers, burgers. not you know, inhone mehnat ki hai. It's not a trivial task. It's a serious task to open yeah, a school. They have to think about teacher, teacher training, curriculum, examination, textbooks. You know, ye sab cheezein soch ke unhone kiya hua hai. To meri bilkul aankhi khul gayi ki is mulk mein 25,000 aise log hain jinhone school khole mein. Chote mote school ko 14 schoolon tak chale gaye hain, 5 schoolon, jo bhi hai. And this is a great asset. If you go to a conference, pe, education conference, so you know, government se log baat kar rahe honge, World Bank or um, UNICEF se log baat kar rahe honge, bade school system se log baat karenge. Ye jo small uh, school owners hain, it's almost invisible. Na ham unko tax ki madad dete hain, na koi industry ki madad dete hain, na koi support dete hain. You know, like most small industries, we treat them very badly. And they don't really have a voice on the national scheme, but they are now educating 15 million children through 150 Your, your, your future. 38% of the education system in Pakistan is now private sector. And it's in the data show that in the last three, in up to 2017, which is the last data they had, the three years before that, they grew at average of 12.67%. Government schools are growing at under 3%. So government schools are not keeping up with the population growth in the school system. Whereas a lot of this is being picked up by the private sector. Mere estimates it, saal ke baad, private sector will be bigger than the government sector. So I'm education technology, right? But we don't believe that you can just do education technology without teachers, without tutors, without schools. I'm support The beautiful thing in Pakistan is there's already an industry of 150,000 schools and 25,000 entrepreneurs. So our work is to give equality intervention, to give support, and to this industry. So this is amazing. But one thing. I want to understand on a personal level, okay, when you go from an, being an attorney to opening up offices to uh, getting into teaching, to getting into this impact business and starting knowledge platform, how did you kind of justify to yourself like you were very successful in each of the endeavors that you've been doing and finding success alhamdulillah, in every single thing that you've been doing? How were you able to kind of justify yourself that risk factor. And I want to explore something new. I want to explore a different market. I want to, you know, how are you, how are you kind of gauging that for yourself? Because I'm doing something that I like. 
then hopefully I can make some kind of difference. It's still early days, but you know, so actually I'm taking less risk because I'm not wasting my time, you know, just being an attorney serving large companies in America. Wow. Okay. That's, that's awesome, actually. So, now you Knowledge Platform. How do you see the evolution because of what's happening right now with the pandemic? Ab- that's a good question. So, when the pandemic started, by the, that time, we had uh, reached in two and a half years, uh, 415 schools and about 180,000, 85,000 students. In 60 days, we reached another 330 schools and 80,000 students. Wow. So what has happened, because what we did was, we said, our system was system online account bhi tha. So we two messages. Bheje, bheje. existing schools, we a message that you have parents a message that we are Right? Because there's lessons, there textbooks, aligned with textbooks. Infrastructure was there. Right? So they had to do nothing. Now, the schools in Pakistan, maybe we did one small Facebook ad and we got 1,000 schools that approached us. Wow. And we said, can set up a virtual campus for you in three days. So now out of that 1,000, we've already got 330. Because, you know, there's so much to do. So what has happened is that in this period, not all the teachers and not all the principals, but the consciousness of using digital technology for education has grown. In the uh, before coronavirus, it was looked at as a only forward-thinking teachers and principals, like if the Kharsab were using the solution. So it was like a frontier of education. Now it has become the center of education. So there's been a complete revolution in the way people think about it. And many teachers have had experience. They've used Zoom, they've used Google Classroom, they've used our platform, they've used other applications. So, you know, when a person experience, unfamiliarity That's why it's also people can see why it's at the center because they're seeing that it's going to And the costs are, you know, actually, there are some costs in terms of the, because Pakistan doesn't have enough hardware, you see, because, and also bandwidth, because it's digital education is not like Kareem. Agar aap Kareem ko istamal kare, to aapki jo usage hai, aapne taxi bulai, paanch minute lag gai, aur phir ek aur bulai, paanch minute lag gai, das minute ho gai pure. Magar aap online kare, bachche ko device ki zarurat hai, you need a device, a dedicated device per child or at least per household to really have the impact. So this is limitation in Pakistan. But the actual delivery cost 
of education is very low. We charge 100 rupees per child per month. Wow. You know, it's significantly lower than children spend on sweets. Yeah. sweet or toffee ka bhi that so that's a good question. So you see, in like we took our technology to China also, and it started spreading very quickly. Now you see, in China, either the parents had a digital device for their child at home, or they could afford to buy, right? So in some respects, you could say that China may America may have pele the infrastructure problem had been solved yeah. before education content and software came into the market, right? In Pakistan, the software and the content is going faster than the infrastructure problem. So, ek to ye hai, the method we have used is that if school mein agar ek laptop dal do aur wo bachon ko circulate kar do, to ek laptop ke saath 500 bachche educate ho sakte hain. So, one is, jo aapke paas hai, wo istamal karo. Dusri baat, mere lihaz se, Sirf ek million bachche hain jinke paas ek digital device dedicated ya semi-dedicated ho, right? Or uske niche koi 49 million bachche hain jinke paas nahi hai. Magar usko bhi hum hal kar sakte kuch lihaz tak. Kyunki 20, us 49 million mein se 24 million ke paas parents ke paas hain. Jee. To ye parent ki jo consciousness agar aja hai ki bachchon ko thodi deir ke liye de de value you see pakistan education system government 800 billion rupees education pe k to 12 private sector 850 billion private sector 550 billion schools pay fees pay or 300 billion tuition ये जो है ना बच्चे जो हैं घर पे भी पढ़ते हैं ट्यूशन में भी जाते हैं और स्कूल में भी पढ़ते हैं तो बच्चों पे बहुत ज्यादा लोड है दूसरी बात पेरेंट्स को ये नहीं मालूम कि बच्चे क्या पढ़ रहे हैं स्कूल्स को नहीं मालूम कि वो बच्चे ट्यूशन सेंटर में क्या पढ़ रहे हैं और ट्यूशन देने वालों को ये नहीं मालूम कि स्कूल्स में क्या हो रहा है सो इट्स अ वेरी इनएफिशिएंट सिस्टम टू रियली uh, provide very low quality education. So we are spending more money and we're getting very weak results. With education technology, actually within the same budget, you can spend less money and get better results. So we don't need more money. We just need to move some of the money from tuition, from schooling into digital. If a child device, then to go tuition center, School may be fragmentation because there's there's a cohesive nature. Uh, of this. Uh, factorization 
रिजल्ट्स भी बेहतर आएंगे यू नो टू फोकस ऑन वेयर द प्रॉब्लम इज हर बच्चे की यूनिक प्रॉब्लम है जी अब एक इधर एक ये दो सवाल है मेरे कि इफ इफ यू थिंक अबाउट इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर अगेन फॉर अ सेकंड अब आप डिजिटल डिवाइस खाली एक लैपटॉप टैबलेट या मोबाइल डिवाइस भी होती है क्योंकि वी आर आल्सो गोइंग टू दिस एज राइट कि हम लीप फ्रॉग कर रहे हैं लैपटॉप्स को स्पेशली इन मार्केट्स लाइक इमर्जिंग मार्केट्स जहां पे आपकी मोबाइल डिवाइसेस आर सिग्निफिकेंटली चीपर सिग्निफिकेंटली इजीयर टू एक्सेस डेटा इज सिग्निफिकेंटली इजीयर टू एक्सेस या कि लैपटॉप लाइक अगर आप लाइक इकोनॉमीज लाइक यूएस में भी देख लें देयर इज अ हायर परसेंटेज ऑफ सेल्स ऑफ स्मार्टफोन्स देन देयर इज ऑफ लैपटॉप्स नाउ वन इज लास्ट क्वेश्चन हाउ डू यू लुक एट दैट सेकंड वुड बी like the initial thing that you mentioned which i loved where you had this engagement jo ho rahi hai bachcho ki or education ki because you're engaging with the clickers with one laptop how does that evolve with an online classroom kyunki ab ab agar aap mobile device pe hain ya agar aap laptop pe hain 30 40 50 100 200 hazar logon ke sath hain i was recently yeah. looking watching this thing with tony robbins where he's doing like 5000 people in one room which is an online course so right. how do you how do you still keep that engagement how do you still keep people um yeah engaged in in that format kyunki ab aapka content evolve hona chahiye na ki evolution aa jati hai ki kaise aap unko target karenge ji to pehli baat ye hai ki laptop aur tablet aur phone ke lihaz se phone is cheaper and people are buying it but we don't recommend okay. because you are a kid has to spend 3 hours 2 hours on a device you know and it's better for the parent to spend some extra money and if possible buy a laptop or at least buy a large size tablet you know it's not good for the eyes and it's really not healthy to do so much concentration on a phone uh, in terms of engagement you see there are many different methods of learning one is self learning you watch some video you play a game you do something uh, right and do an assessment you do it yourself and you keep moving the second is teacher led zoom where the teachers in the classroom third is where the teacher is not in the classroom at the live moment but they give an assignment online and the teacher and then the student responds at some other time and then they get an answer fourth is blended learning in the classroom so many different models are evolving i think uh, so as teachers get more used to it as schools get more used to it you know there will be more models and this will make learning more interesting the other thing is we have to evolve the curriculum as well now we what we try to do is we try to make the we can't change the curriculum but we try to do curriculum plus give some wider knowledge provide some extra learning make it more interesting present the comp- the uh, learning in form of a competition or game and so on you know because learning is very much about tied to emotion if your emotions are invested in something positive emotions you will learn more so somehow we have to inculcate this now changing the curriculum is a tough thing we hope that you know as our industry grows we can also convince the government to move towards a more flexible curriculum because isaac asimov said something very interesting he said if you look at the pre industrial age ki industry se pehle jab tha jo education thi was personalized education for the few ji ki nawab hai usko poetry pasand hai aur usko sword fighting pasand hai aur uska jo bhai hai usko 
रिलीजन पसंद है और उसको यू नो लिटरेचर पसंद है तो हर चीज के लिए इंडिविजुअलाइज लर्निंग ट्यूटर्स के साथ हो गया देन ही सेड वी वेंट इन टू इंडस्ट्रियलाइज एज एंड देन वी वेंट इन टू मैथ लर्निंग फॉर द मैथ्स कि एक ही सब्जेक्ट सबको पढ़ाओ ही सेड नाउ वी आर इन द इंफॉर्मेशन एज एंड वी कैन डू पर्सनलाइज लर्निंग फॉर एवरीबडी so this is the real promise of education technology that you can study robotics and i can study um, dressmaking and somebody else can study uh, you know uh, water tech uh, what's happening in water conservation and we can all be learning and this is really a potential we should all be learning as a community learning where we are strong learning where we are passionate and then you know helping each other to build a strong community no strong community is built by everyone learning the same thing completely in fact the ottomans had a very nice saying in front of their ottoman schools they said no bird will be taught how to swim and no fish will be taught how to fly <laughs> that's awesome now another question would be to kind of go a little bit macro okay what are some what is something that you, that came out of the data that you you've kind of gathered in all of this time that you didn't anticipate like what what was some learning that you that you that you got out of doing this for the 20 odd years that you've been doing this that you did not anticipate and then the other would be if you could describe one of the most difficult and one of the most rewarding periods of your journey i think one interesting thing that we have found out is that if you look at how education is taught and our data certainly shows it um teachers run through a subject in a linear way so if you have 17 topics for example pakistan uh, uh, uh syllabus has 17 topics in factorization for mathematics Uh, the teacher will spend you know in 6 weeks or so they'll cover all 17 and they'll give about you know they cover every topic uh, every week they'll cover three or four topics but the reality is the children who are not understanding the first topic will not understand the second topic and then they will keep falling behind and ultimately these children will get demotivated and they do so the teachers going like a railroad right but actually the best education should be more like you're going in a circle you go back you look at what kids have understood maybe it doesn't matter you shouldn't cover all 17 topics you know maybe you should cover six topics but make sure that those kids are um, really strong in those six topics and the few maybe you spend some time with the few that can go forward so i think the interest, the data shows that children you know motivation is number one the motivation of the child it's not that you know why do children drop out of school they say in pakistan they drop out of out of um, economic necessity that is true they also say that children drop out out of uh, social factors ki ladkiyon ko nahi padhana ye wo that is also true but we have found that the number one factor why children drop out you see pakistan is lihata सतह पे आगे कि अगर आप ब्रिक वर्कर के बच्चे हैं या बहुत किसी गरीब किसान के बच्चे हैं तो मुमकिन है आपको एजुकेशन नहीं मिलेगी 
मगर अगर उसके थोड़ा बहुत अगर उस लेवल से ज्यादा ऊपर हैं देन आपका चांस है कि अगर आपके पास मोटिवेशन हो बच्चे की वो कहीं ना कहीं से एजुकेशन मिल जाएगी यू नो चलो गवर्नमेंट स्कूल में जाए या पैसे कुछ पेरेंट्स वगैरह जमा करके कुछ कर सकते हैं सो द मेन थिंग इज द पैशन एंड मोटिवेशन ऑफ द चाइल्ड एंड वो वी फाउंड that the education system whether at the micro level like i was saying how lesson planning is done or in terms of the curriculum the biggest problem is not that we are poor country the biggest problem is we are not motivating the children wow. that's incredible and now if we go into the most difficult and most rewarding question i think um the most rewarding is easy because you know when you see a child learning or even to be honest the teachers you know what we found in older teachers especially when they say oh i can use this and i can use this technology that is very very rewarding so seeing a child you know blossom or a teacher blossom or even a principal you know who's running a school and struggling and they use technology and suddenly they can see the results going up that's very rewarding so seeing the you know that the fruits of our labor it's extremely rewarding especially at a when you see that a personal level i think the most difficult is probably we found that it's really the government system uh, is really difficult to work with and um really it's the private sector that is transforming education i hope that changes i think we are seeing some cases where that is changing but there is a lot to be done because there's still 30 almost 30 million kids in the government sector mm-hmm. so we really need to figure out how to reform the government and the government sector in education in particular and do you work frequently with government in trying to lobby this we have uh, well our 75 uh, jazz schools program in islamabad has gotten very well we got 60% improvement in the results of kids in one and a half years so very very good results very high usage by teachers so that's been a great success we've also with the federal government been contributing content to um tele school which they have started and we are just about engaging with the government on a public private partnership idea that let's work with the government let's get the private sector to work together which <coughs> sorry is especially true in the context of education technology because you know the world is moving so quickly on any given day we are talking about artificial intelligence game based learning story based learning blended learning uh, video based learning with about six different formats um data big data you know so these are very very complex areas and the, we are moving at a terrific pace as is other people in the sector government can't keep up this is not a question of publishing textbooks you know mm-hmm. we can revolutionize education but the revolution will have to come through a public private partnership i do think there's a chance for revolution of education in pakistan but it will require the government to treat the private sector in a different way and let the trust the private sector and let the private sector lead and the government should enable 
government should be an enabler, not a deliverer yeah. of education. I think that is the best way to kind of move forward. question. I know I've taken a lot of your time, but if you could just answer the last question for me, which is if you could, if you could describe three of the most important lessons that you've learned across your journey so far. Uh, probably the biggest lesson I've learned is you should follow your passion. You know, if you if you have a passion for something, then you know mostly you will feel fulfilled in life. That's probably number one. Number two, I you know I went to um, I got a scholarship to Princeton University and I went there and I was shocked because the kids were very privileged and came from all these you know uh, elite background, but they worked very hard. And then I joined the law firm and I saw the people working there. So secondly, I really learned the work culture, not in Pakistan, but in America. And people say America is a lazy country and all, but it's not true. Um, the second, so second is work hard, you know, as much as you can, because mm, things in life are not necessarily easy. And this joy in work, and you should feel joy in work. And, you know, that also flows from if you're doing something passionate, then it's easier to work hard and the third is be independent you know do what you think makes sense and i found in life my father taught me this he was very independent minded my mother was so they always encouraged me and my sisters to do what we thought was best so in some ways it was easy for me to be independent minded and you know i really benefited from these three uh, lessons or ways of guiding my life. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys have any comments, your feedback, please do send them my way. Mera direct email address hai amad at caravan.vc. Warna aap hamare baare mein aur information hasil kar sakte hain on our website, which is www.caravan.vc or on Instagram. Um, our handle is at caravan.vc. Until next time, khudafiz.